Weight loss surgery has proven itself to be pretty effective and safe for helping people to lose weight and maintain a healthier life. But how do you know if it's right for you? Welcome to the GW Medical Faculty Associates podcast. I'm Dr. Mike Smith, and today's topic, weight loss surgery, the basics of winning through losing. My guest is Dr. Hope Jackson. Dr. Jackson is Assistant Professor of Surgery at the George Washington University School of Medicine and Health Sciences. Dr. Jackson, welcome to the show. Thanks so much for having me. Great to be here. Well, thanks you, thank you for coming on. I really appreciate it. I, I, and and the, obviously there is a continued growing interest in, in, in weight loss surgery. Um, as you know, unfortunately, overweight and o- o- obesity rates continue to climb in this country. But I, I thought maybe we could start with a little history about weight loss surgery. Kind of where, how did it get started? Where were we and where are we today? Sure, that uh, those are great questions, and and you're right. I mean, um, patients who have obesity, um, we lose about um, almost uh, a half a million of uh, lives per year are lost uh, for the complications of obesity, and it's one of the second leading um, preventable causes of death after smoking. So, um, it's definitely become really a health crisis um, at this point. Um, where we were, uh, really, if you look at the history of weight loss surgery over the last, say, 30 years, um, our understanding has really changed substantially. Um, really, the primary procedure that was done for weight loss, uh, when you look back in the 80s and 90s, was really the gastric bypass, which I can talk about a little bit later, um, <clears throat> and varying uh, iterations of the gastric bypass. Um, and what we do now is we still offer the gastric bypass, um, but there are a few other options that we uh, offer, um, namely the gastric sleeve, the sleeve gastrectomy. Those are really the two primary uh, weight loss surgery options that we have now, and really that's evolved based on an understanding of um, how we lose weight, why we lose weight, and how to um, use surgery as a tool to maximize the weight that we lose. So. Um, really, the two principles are going to be restriction, which is um, which is um, decreasing the amount of food that you can eat, and then malabsorption, meaning changing uh, the amount of food that you eat that you can actually absorb and your body can store as calories. So all of weight yeah. loss surgery is based on one or two of those principles, and um, that's pretty much where we are today um, in terms of thinking about weight loss surgery. So when you think about the the two main types there that you mentioned, you started with um, you know again in the in the eighties and the nineties, it was gastric bypass. So tell mm-hmm. us about that one and and why why was there a need to develop another one? T- tell us kind of how that evolved. Sure, um, great. So in terms of the gastric bypass, it really works based based on two principles. Again. Um, Restriction meaning uh, changing the size of the stomach. So we are going to make the stomach a lot smaller. It's going to be about the size of the palm of your hand. And then um, the second principle is going to be malabsorption. So we're going to actually take a piece of your small intestine, connect it to the small stomach, and bypass uh, a portion of your small intestine so that um, a segment of your small intestine can't absorb nutrients. And so patients lose weight because, one, they can't eat as much because their stomach is smaller. And then, two, um, they're not able to absorb all of the calories that they're eating. So they have um, kind of potentiated weight loss. 
what we found, um, just uh, looking at um, these patients and looking at them over the course of 10 years, they began to be patients who, uh, for various reasons, whether it was because of their comorbidities, meaning the health problems that they had, their ability to tolerate certain surgeries, we started to do a sleeve gastrectomy, meaning we just cut the size of the stomach. We didn't really change what the body absorbs. And we were finding that patients were also losing a significant amount of weight, almost as much as they are losing for a gastric bypass. So then the sleeve gastrectomy really in the last um, seven to eight years has really exploded as an option for weight loss surgery because we're Mm. finding that patients um, are also able to lose a significant amount of their excess body weight. So so both of these techniques are effective, but I do want to ask you because, and I think some of my audience members might, might think this, this as well, when you talk about the gastric bypass approach and you talk about maybe not absorbing as many calories, does that mean they're not absorbing as many nutrients either? Was there an issue there? Yeah, that's a great question. Yes. Yeah, so what we were finding is some patients, um, and there are various versions of of the bypass where we found that some patients were losing, um, not absorbing uh, much in the way of nutrients, and they were having um, nutritional deficiencies, which can manifest as hair loss, um, problems with bones, um, osteoporosis. Um, So we were finding that because patients were having nutritional uh, deficiencies, we were having to make sure that they were on vitamins for really for life. And so out of that really came uh, a way to try to avoid having some of those nutritional deficiencies. And so there are certainly less nutritional deficiencies with, uh, or less potential for nutritional deficiencies with the sleeve gastrectomy. Both um, are at risk for nutritional deficiencies, but because we're not really okay. changing, um, we're not rerounding any intestines with the sleeve, uh, we're finding that uh, there really aren't as many nutritional deficiencies. Really, the major one is is vitamin D. So, um, Dr. Jackson, in your in your yeah. expert opinion, who who should be who should the surgery be for? Like, who, what what type of person should seek this procedure out? That's a great question. So, uh, the main reason that we do this procedure is really because of what we call obesity health related uh, risks. So, um, patients who have high blood pressure, heart disease diabetes, obstructive uh, sleep apnea, all those medical conditions are going to increase uh, their risk of having um, some type of uh, morbid condition or mortality from obesity. So patients who have these health-related risks and patients who have uh, a body mass index, which is a calculation based on your height and weight, um, that are within a certain range, as well as these health risks, are typically candidates for weight loss surgery. So um, typically we say if there are any patients who are struggling with their weight, they're finding that um, diets or medication are not controlling their weight and they have these medical conditions, that they should talk to their primary care physician about being a candidate for weight loss surgery and then being referred to a weight loss center to kind of review their history and see if they are true candidates for, for the procedures. Yeah. I like the way you said that. So it's not just I need to lose the weight, that that may be true, but it's also I need to improve the health of my heart, 
you know, yes. uh, may, maybe it's diabetes, whatever. So you're really doing this as a way of um, helping to maybe prevent some of those, as you said, comorbidities associated with obesity. Uh, can you just maybe walk us through um, what it's like, you know, maybe what happens before the sh- surgery? I mean, obviously, we're, <laughs> we're not surgeons, so we're not going to understand the surgery <laughs> part of it so much. But, but you know, generally, like, what is it like before and, and really ultimately – after and and what kind of outcomes can we expect? Sure. So um, before surgery, you will um, you'll come to our our weight loss center here, and you'll meet with us. It's an entire team um, that's really focused on meeting your 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 weight loss goals. So you'll meet with us as the surgeons. You'll meet with our nutritionists. Uh, you'll meet with our psychiatry team here, um, and you'll also meet with. Uh, our team members, our coordinators here who will help move you through the process. And what we'll do is we'll um, talk about your goals, we'll examine you, um, and we'll start you um, on a nutrition plan. Usually, um, in order to actually have weight loss surgery, you'll have to complete at least three to six months of of a nutrition dietary uh, plan where we'll talk with you, you'll work with our nutritionist, we'll help you with your meal planning, we'll help you understand how to make healthy choices, really changing uh, your relationship and understanding of of food. So that's a key component, um, our nutrition program, and that's going to be, again, three to six months prior to any surgery. Once you've completed that, um, we'll also work with your uh, primary care physician to make sure you're cleared from a, a medical standpoint. Um, and then we'll take you to surgery. And depending on whether or not you're doing a bypass or uh, or a sleeve gastrectomy, we'll do one of two things. We'll either, um, for the sleeve gastrectomy, we'll cut your stomach and um, about more than half of your stomach will be removed and you'll have about a third of your, your stomach left. Um, and again, that's just to provide restriction, so um, some feedback, you'll mm-hmm. feel full um, after eating small amounts. And if you're getting the bypass surgery, what we'll do is we'll also make your stomach smaller, and then we'll, again, reroute your intestines to change how much uh, nutrients your body can absorb. Following surgery, you'll be in the hospital for 24 to 48 hours, and we'll be working with you, and our physical therapist will be working with you to help get you moving. Um, walking, taking deep breaths. Um, we'll work with you on your new diet plan um, while you're in the hospital. And then you'll see us um, afterwards uh, for several visits. You'll see us about two weeks after surgery, then six weeks after surgery, three months, six months, nine months, and then a year. And in each of those visits, you'll be seeing us as well as our nutritionist and dietitian to make sure that you're staying on track with um, your, your healthy eating and we'll be watching you to make sure you're meeting our weight loss goals. In terms of uh, what we expect with your weight loss, um, we'll calculate some numbers beforehand, and we expect you to lose about 70 to 75% of your excess weight. So if you are 100 pounds overweight, we expect you to lose about 70 to 75 pounds um, with, mm, okay. you know, by adhering to our nutrition plan and um, with the surgery. That's kind of it in like a two, 
minute. I don't even know if I mean two minutes, a nutshell. (laughs) That's great. No, that was great. It just helps people, I think, sometimes just to hear the process, right? Um, Sure. And that there is is some thought that goes into it at the beginning, you know, especially helping people with the the dietary advice, uh, better relationship with food. I think that's important up front. And then, of course, the, the, the effective results. Um, down the line. Uh, you know, let's, I think, Dr. Jackson, we should end with um, just kind of your take on this, the, the whole weight loss surgery process. What would you like people to know about weight loss surgery? Yeah, great question. I think the most important thing to know is that um, if you're interested in weight loss surgery, it is um, a total process. The weight, the surgery itself, um, is not going to cause weight loss by itself, right? It's going to be a total effort on our part in terms of the, doing what we need to do for the surgery, but then also on you to make healthy eating choices and to really change um, your nutrition plans, which we will help you with um, before and after surgery. Um, these operations are going to work better with exercise and healthy living. Um, I'm sorry, healthy eating. Um, and they are merely tools to help you with your weight loss and with your healthy, uh, healthy mm-hmm. eating. They're going to work better when you follow up with us regularly, and they're going to work better when they're combined with increased activity and exercise. That's kind of the key takeaway that I tell all my patients. Perfect. That was an awesome summary, Dr. Jackson. I want to thank you for the work that you're doing and also thank you for coming on the show today. You're listening to GW Medical Faculty Associates Podcast. For more information, go to gwdocs.com. That's gwdocs.com. I'm Dr. Mike Smith. Thanks for listening.